you. Are now about to witness uh, the awesome, uh, a crushing uh, might of the Robinson show the kids sleeping. Stop <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to a show that seemingly never ever pops up, but ever ends. Oh, I forgot the hat. Wait a minute. You get to see me without pants on. It gets better. Wait, wait. Ah. Some of you like to know a cartoon character before you see his penis, I'm guessing. Anyway, this is version a two, a three, two of the Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper. I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. We're going to let Bob Riley sing us in as he has every week since 2007. The band is called Stigmata. The record is called The Calling of the Just. The song is called Intro All of Nothing. Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California. Where do they shoot me to death in a nightclub? Hit your car with a hammer. And run your mayor pro tem out of town if you should happen to be in town. Go to Revelation Records. Type in Stigmata. You can buy this. I know because I sell it to Revelation Records. But listen, listen well. But I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back and for always nothing. All right, my friend. Eh, my friend. Well, you know what? <laughs> Huh, huh. We got a hell of a show to do, and we got some game that uh, salt that was thrown into the game. It actually, mere hours ago, based on where the show and everything in it, like the barge that it is, the large barge that it is, was suddenly the whole thing was slightly shifted around by some insider information, which we'll get to as soon as we get to it after we do the commercials. Pinko, P I N K O. 95014 at yahoo.com if you want to send anything cash wise via PayPal. If you want to go to Eugene Robinson 28, I think that's either Cash App or Venmo. I can never remember which. Don't you have fun with Venmo? Because you, you did you realize that what you put in the memo of your Venmo payments then gets circulated to everybody? So now I, I'm going to put on all my payments that I make via Venmo penis. Why? Because I, I'll never be older than 10 years old. So uh, uh, Cash App is Planet Oxbow, or you could do patreon.com slash the stomper, T-H-E stomper, uh, if you'd rather set it and forget it. That's it for the commercials.
So, what's going on? Well, let me back through time, like Time Zero, Martin Amos' book, which if you haven't read, you should read. Let's go back a little bit through time and talk about what's happened, specifically where I've been today. I just finished writing the Substack, which you should see, and I'm not going to try to dress it up as anything other than what it was. Today, it was a commercial for the memoir which I've talked about before, but I've made some serious progress on it, so much so that the end of the tunnel is in sight. The book covers right up until the creation of Oxbow, birth to Oxbow. And that's, uh, some would say, too much. Uh, They indeed say it's too much. They have not gotten the manuscript yet. Uh, Right now, I'm detailing what I'd like to consider the first time I was cuckolded. Of course, the ego in me says, the first and last, the paranoid in me says, the first that you know. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and the nihilist in me says, does it even matter if it's one or 3,000? We'll all be dead in, I wanted to say 100 years because I'm an optimist, but I don't really think 100 years is in the cards for this guy. So um, so the commercial started with them, with that. Um, talking about the memoir in a serious way, talking about the event Thursday. I made the offer at the end of last week's show. If you only make make it through the first half of this show, I will not tell you what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> it, so it's like only the sexy people, only the people who listen to the end of last week's show know what the fuck I'm talking about. How many of you took me up on it? Ring, You'll have to find each other at the thing. Or stick around to the end of the show or read the substack to get what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to talk about it again because I want to talk about something else. Go back a little bit over time. As you well know, Monday afternoon, what happens? What happens Monday afternoon is you get a care, don't care. But during the course of care, don't care, I just did. I sit in the car. I do it right after jujitsu. But what happens before jujitsu? Well, pretty much since I've gotten the black belt. Everybody tries to kill me. It, it, it could be if you follow the Sorrow Academy page on Facebook, you can see. Uh, I'll just read what uh, a nice fella, nice nice kid named uh, uh, name of Eric Coney, who used to run the uh, 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 Saigon Luda Livre Club, um, and is a, is you know I would say uh, honestly, honest to God, a good friend of mine. I, I feel fairly certain that he would not be upset um, with the characterization of him as a good friend of mine, but I'm going to read what he, he what he wrote uh, word for word under, under the picture of my promotion to black belt on the Sorrell Academy page. Cause I don't trust you to do it on your own and it's worth, and it's a jump point, Eric Coney, Eugene, let it sink in. You are a black belt, Brazilian catch wrestler and BJJ practitioner. I'm proud to be your friend and have grown up with you on the mats. You introduced me to the nuances of old man noises since your late thirties and how they can be orchestrated to baffle opponents. As for submissions, your slices, strangles, strangles, dices, and mangles. Are you perfect? History will judge. You will say things like, my right arm is injured. Don't twist it. A minute later, you will assault my neck with that injured right arm. A fast healer for 60, 
You're always a great role, even when you're going slow. You've taught me more about Russian history in six minutes than I learned in college. I've enjoyed hearing about your life stories and travel uh, and travels while on bottom side control. Who knew you would rear naked choke a rowdy fan in Germany? Nice. So you might see that this is 360 degrees of 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 a horrifying misrepresentation. It's not so much that I lie, but it's that I say things that don't come true. If I'm telling you my arm is hurt, probably in the minute that I'm saying that my arm is hurt. Likely when I see that open neck, I'll forget that my arm is hurt and I will apply a choke to that neck with the hurt arm. But it doesn't change the fact that when I get up off the mat after two hours of that, I can barely walk. When I get into the car, I do so with screaming. When I get out of the car, I do so with screaming. When I walk down the street, there's no way anybody alive on the planet who sees me would say, hey, look at that not old guy. If I'm not moving, yes, I might be able to pass for 40. But if I'm moving like De Niro in The Irishman, the body tells all the tales that need to be told. Of course, it's because of my crackpot therapist that I went to, physical therapist that I went to, who I went to for a heel problem. And now only one of my heels is fixed. The other heel, the Achilles tendonitis, is kind of ganky. And then my hips bother me as a result of the clams that they had me do that they never gave me an upward limit on. So naturally, I did like a thousand and now I can't walk right. Next stop for me, stem cells and resveratrol that I can get from Eastern Europe. Yes, I'm going all in on the quack solutions because the guy who talks shit, bitterly talks shit about, I hate to walk, fuck walking. I'm not walking. I serve my time in hell. I'm a New Yorker. I don't walk. I took public transportation. I don't need to. Now, you don't, I would kill you to be able to walk comfortably just down the street, just around the block, just anywhere to the car, from the car to the front gate. I would kill. That's not the point. The point is at jujitsu today, between and betwixt people trying to murder me, I start ranting. The body of the show would have been this rant. And we're going to back into it right now. The first thing is my pick, Mackenzie Dern, who lost. I don't feel bad about her losing because I can see it. It was close with 47-47. It's fucking close. It's all whore's hair away, as the expression goes, or from being one way or the other. I can live. It wasn't a dominating win. It's close enough, so that's the kind of thing that you get. What can I say? Do better. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's not my fault. However, she said something interesting in the run-up, and it was doubled down on by a couple of other people, and it referred to Zuckerberg buying out the Apex. And she said, well, you know, somebody else said, the backing into their comments, somebody else said, you know, part of the thrill of doing this is being able to hear the crowd go nuts, but I guess we won't have that at the apex. And Laura Dern said, yeah, because Zuckerberg bought it out. The world kind of collectively, the jungle kind of collectively turns to the bald one, and the bald one says, much like a teenager, I think at first, oh, that's fucking bullshit. He said it on Friday. It must be true. Watching the fight on Saturday, Paul Felder says, oh, you could hear a pin drop. 
Paul, are you out of your fucking mind? Or are you giving us semaphores? You can hear a pin drop because there's nobody there. Oh, wait, there is somebody there. It's Zuckerberg and his wife and a few other people. A few. Huh. Huh. Hey, hey, remember that thing that you said to me yesterday about there being bullshit? Today, if you excuse the expression, it doesn't seem a whole fuck of a lot like bullshit. In fact, it seems exactly right. Now, if you want to do the systematic denial of the reality of experience and say that there's nothing that means anything from minute to minute, or if you want to do some semantic thing, like say, hey, all I was addressing was that he didn't buy out the seats. I gave them to him for free. It doesn't change the fact that those free seats would have been constituted 10 free tickets to some of the fighters who might have been like one of their moms or their dads or their sisters or their girlfriends to be able to see the fight, but they couldn't. And they're not being able to had something to do with Zuckerberg. What is the causal connection that made you say, bald one, bullshit? What is that connection that made you say bullshit? Is it that you gave them for free? Is that you gave away, that you blocked the media because this was a special event? Was this not a UFC fight night? What? You're under no obligation to explain anything. Why would the head of an organization that depends on the public goodwill, you know, uh, 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 and actually is interested in profits, give a shit? So I'm ranting about this. Unbeknownst to me, one of the people that I'm ranting to works at Meta, which I'm not accepting as a name of the company. Fuck off with that. Facebook. Which is sucking shit in the stock market, incidentally, because uh, they're starting to lose subscribers. Um, everybody gets tired of everything. I remember CB radios, okay? Yeah, I know. This is the thing that led me to say that the internet was a flash in the pan. Yes, I know I was wrong about that. However, everybody gets tired of everything. The Facebook MO is, I'm going to go out in my front porch and holler some shit that's real about some... I, what about how these people park? And people will laugh and they'll go like, hey, gee, that guy says what about people's part? And the person will next door will say, hey, look at this funny little dance that I'm doing. <laughs> and then somebody will say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a prank where I eat a bug. This is Facebook. But the reality of it is, if you have a choice between watching a 65-year-old eat a bug and a 22-year-old do some wild Watusi, you're probably going to pick the 22-year-old. There's no 22-year-old doing the wild Watusi. Sorry, team old guy, doing wild Watusis on Facebook. They're at TikTok. Aided and abetted by the Chinese government. So I start to think about Deadwood, and I start to think about uh, Al Swearingen and saying, explaining about Yankton and about how he doesn't like Yankton. Why don't you like Yankton, Al? Because I don't like muscle. Yankton's muscle, and I don't like muscle. This being a very clear corollary for the for not even abuse, for power that that for power that um, for power that expresses itself. Even if that expression is just the implied threat of the expression of power. Muscle, muscle at rest. M- 
Muscle in action. So, so this is a flex. If you remember, there was uh, uh, not Jay Z. Um, I can't remember. There's a hip hop song. Some of you might remember by the end of the show. Some of you might remember what it is. He goes, um, I'm in the ringside seats watching Tyson. You're at home in your underwear screaming, the fight's on. This is a flex. Un, as far as I know, as far as I know, this is a flex heretofore uncovered in the Western world. Now, I'm sure there have been a lot of Saudi guys, princes, who have hired, you know, uh, uh, Michael Jackson to give a private concert for $20 million. And he said, fuck it, $20 million? I'll sing an hour for a guy. To be. But this is, this is the first American flex that I've seen like this in a long time. And, and the, the, the Facebook employee in attendance says, what are you talking about? And I go, what are you talking about? And she says, I think it's great that the guy loves MMA. I go, we're not in disagreement over that fact that, you know, that he's training MMA, that he's into MMA. All of these things are cool. Whatever. Get out of the house. Sergey's there too. You know, I'd rather you do that than do a lot of other things like murdering people in Myanmar, whatever. You know what I mean? And she was like, there's no way that he would be able to attend an event there um, um, if he didn't do that. And I go, oh, my God. So the inside scoop is there was a pressing need to do what was done. It wasn't it wasn't a gratuitous flex. There was a pressing need to do what was done. And I go, uh, Trump attended the fucking fights. Not as a presidential candidate, as the president. She goes, it's a different level of security. I go, what the fuck are we, what are we talking about? Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Take security very seriously. He's had problems. And somebody else pipes up and they're like, yeah, people want to kill this guy. I go for what? It won't change the that if 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 the if the captain of that barge gets shot in the head, that barge is it's gonna take a lot to turn that around. Stocks are going in the toilet, but it's not, we're not talking, this is not Enron, right? I just posted to, to Facebook. Well, add dollars are down, the, the Apple algorithm changed, it kind of fucked them up. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care. What are we, you're talking crazy talk. This is crazy talk. Company's going nowhere. Out of business at this present point in time. And even if it does, dude is sure socked away enough cash where he just goes into becomes a VC. We're not done with him. She goes, well, look, he takes his, there is no way that he could sit there unmolested and watch the fight. Look, a promoter's job is solely to fill those seats. It doesn't make a difference. Each one of those seats represents a fucking cash unit. As long as that cash unit is met, that guy has met his vig. You don't, what do you give a shit? And then I'm like kind of almost, but, and then somebody says, yeah, well, what about the fighters and the tickets to their families that they don't get? They get scant in terms of scant uh, remuneration in terms of payment. And uh, this tickets were a nice perk. They don't get them. And media. Well, okay, media might be the bottom-feeding uh, lampreys, but well, okay, whatever. 
I go, what about the optics of all this stuff, you know, given 250,000 and now one of your friends wants to, oh, I'm getting married. Oh, you know, the Lord of the manor wants to have sex with your fiance before you do. It's, it's just the way it works. Is that what, was that where we are? Is this let him eat cake land? The dude, because he's got a billion dollars, can do it. Doesn't matter to the promoter. A billion dollars is the cash. Nobody will give 100 million. How much to be, he wants to? Is that where we are? How come it rubs me the wrong way? And then I start to think, okay, well, it rubs me the wrong way because you lied about it. You lie about it. It seems to be a consciousness of wrongdoing. Is it wrongdoing? Are you, are you, is this, have you prevaricated because you feel guilt? And then how did you expect, you know, it's like, um, they, they always used to be this, if you read Playboy magazine back in the 70s, there was this kind of comedic meme and it became a thing, you know? Yeah, man, that's it. The comedic thing was, I'm not, I promise I won't come in your mouth. And then, of course, the punchline is, oh, I came in your mouth. Uh, okay, listen, you, it's not like you were going to do that and think I wouldn't notice. You had to know Friday when you said that that wasn't going to happen, that somebody would notice on Friday, a Saturday, unless you blocked out the tickets. I mean, unless you block out the cameras. I don't, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, I, I don't understand how that could happen. I, I do not understand how that could happen. But then I start to think, like like Mr. SS just says, that what this is, is <laughs> you ever see somebody who is, who is not, not, not like the kid that I found with his shirt bent up like this and hit, full of rocks with a rock in his hand. I hear a bro- broken window, uh, I hear a window break. I run around the corner and go, hey, quit breaking the windows. He's like, I'm not breaking any windows. I've been bamboozled by this again. In actual fact, at that moment in time, he wasn't breaking any windows. He was not lying to me. This, this in my shirt, for those of you just listening on SoundCloud, the rocks gathered in his shirt, the rock in his hand, circumstantial evidence. Did I say bullshit Friday night? Maybe. Were you there? Did you have a recording? Yeah, it's a recording of you saying bullshit. Well, maybe I was, I say bullshit a lot. Maybe I was saying bullshit about something else. I don't know. Do you know? I don't, who knows? Who knows? Systematic denial of the reality of experience. Nobody knows anything. We're in a nihilist, in, in a nihilist medicine cabinet now. Well, Dern said that, that Zuckerberg bought out all the seats. <laughs> what the fuck? That's bullshit. Clearly, he didn't buy out my seat. I'm sitting here. Oh. You know what? How would you like some lemonade? Lemonade? That sounds like pretty good. That sounds like something that's going to quench my thirst. Great. Give it to me. Oh, no. This lemonade tastes like urine. Whatever. Whatever. Urine, lemonade. You know what it is? It's what it's like when I'm talking to Vinny Stigma. And Vinny Stigma, we're standing at, on Mott Street. And Vinny Stigma says, when I used to stand over at CB's, we'd be, I'd look up and I'd see my grandfather's pigeons. I go, this is New York City, man. I've been standing over at CB's and I looked up and saw pigeons. 
How do you know they're your grandfather's pigeons? They're fucking pigeons. And he looks at me, full-on Sicilian style, and says, they're my grandfather's pigeons because I'm telling you they're my grandfather's pigeons. How are you going to argue with that? I'm telling you that, that Zuckerberg didn't buy out the Apex. Well, how do you know he didn't? It's because I told you that. Okay, bro. Okay. I mean, just when you think you couldn't make us feel any worse about this. And then there's the employee who makes a claim for Mr. Zuckerberg that, well, he's got to do this. You know, Eddie Murphy goes to the movies. David Letterman said, well, you go to the movies? And he's like, yeah, I'm not wearing my glitter glove, but I go to the movies. Eddie Murphy is out in public sending the signal that I'm Eddie Murphy. I do human things like I go to the movies. I'm going to a movie. In New York City, Tony Roberts and Woody Allen would always walk around through the city. Last time I saw Woody Allen was when he was with Mia Farrow. I look across. I'm across like like Central Park. I say, hey, Woody. He turns around and goes, yeah, hey. And just keeps on uh, keeps on keeping up. Yeah, dude, Zucker. Oh, the security threats. The world has changed. It's not the 70s anymore. Mr. Robinson's the 80s. John Lennon, who did have a security detail, and look at what happened to him. Well, I used to be friends with Andy Grove. We'd walk to the park a lot together after work, him to his, his brown Toyota, and me to my uh, my Chevy. I don't remember any security detail. Yeah, Mr. Robinson, but then the guys from Warnock and Adobe gets kidnapped and put in the trunk by an employee. What are you saying? That I should have kidnapped Andy Grove? No, I'm not saying that. Oops, okay. You're saying it was a necessity to flex like that. That despite every professional athlete who's side, ringside, Jay-Z, and that all these other people, that they don't have the same kind of fraught relationship with the public that uh, Zuckerberg has. Maybe that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the man. I don't know what he's dealing with. Um, I, I, what, what can I say? I, I, you know, I can't really say anything. I mean, you know, um, hold on. Somebody's sending me a message about what they, uh, is Mr. Is, uh, Mr. Is, what is he telling me right now? Let's just find out. He wants me to address certain things and with the time is a wasting. So, um, so I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I came into this thing full of spit and fire and now I'm like, I'm like kind of like not weaseling, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not quite as sure about, like, if the guy's got the money, and in- inevitably, yeah, inevitably, excuse me, inevitably, there's that contingent of people in the comments that say shit like, well, if he's got the money, you know, these kind of civil uh, libertarians, he's got the, why shouldn't he? Hmm. The same reason why we discussed in a past show that if I got enough money and present you with a plate of poop, that I should not do that. It goes back to the philosophical thing. Can God make a rock that he cannot lift? And all the philosophy 101 classes are like, well, if he can't make it, then he's not uh, omnipotent. But if he makes it, then he can't lift it. And then he's a, and then somebody came up with the, 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 the workaround, which is, you know, God is perfectly logical. Making a rock you can't live, lift is perfectly illogical. Therefore, this would never be tried. In other words, it take it, taking, the, uh, 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 taking the back door out, you know. Um, so, um, all right. I don't, you know, 
I, I, I'm sorry. I would like, this is like, you ever read uh, 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 Antonioni's movie, L'Aventure? And he says, most movies, most mystery movies are not mystery movies. They're mystery, they're solution movies. They, the mystery is spoiled for you by the end. My movie is a real mystery. You never find out what happens to the woman by the end of it. There's no reveal. And that's what this is. You know, I, I, I would just hope at some point, you know, uh, the, the nerdy, you know, Mr. Zuckerberg would realize that uh, nobody's watching you, Rockwell. Or, or maybe they are. I don't know. And how, and this ties into the fight game. If you don't think a big, fat, bald thumb was on the scale with Priscilla Chan Zuckerberg sitting there in order to maybe, I don't know. I'm not saying, I don't want to go crazy with the conspiracy thing. I'm not saying that uh, 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 Dern lost unfairly. I'm not, the, the, the scores were so close that that's exactly where they should be. But I just, it's, it was nagging like Colombo style in the back of my head. Now, now, Mr. Is sent, uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, listen, listen. Um, uh, uh, um, yeah, I mean, JB, look, eh, there's there's a business play to be made here, and and you see it not only it's a tr- it's a, it's a trifecta because Nate Diaz says last week uh, uh, says these these rock shoes suck, and everybody generally loves the rock, and we're inundated with th- uh, commercials for the Black Adder, uh, Adam during for Black Adam during this fight. Okay, that's cool. The guy's doing kind of leading the fight the shoe thing, but the deal with the shoe thing is not unlike the deal with the Reebok thing. Fighters see fucking zilch bookers for this thing, for these shoes. And good guy rock is all in. It's like when Jay Z is like, I got an exclusive deal with Barney's, and Barney's are busting people. Blocks from Barney's who have receipts in their pocket. Some guy was so proud. Some little West Indian guy was so proud. Worked hours and hours to save up to buy a fucking belt at Barney's. Gets on the train, like gets off the train, and there's like cops there. I think you shoplifted this belt? Shoplifted my ass. I got the receipt. Well, it's stand up against the wall, and then they check his. He's clean. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And Jay-Z is like, well, you know, we don't need all the facts. Come f- I don't need that shit from you, man. I don't need that shit from you. And this is the same thing. I don't, you know, okay. So it's a Reebok deal. And it's just like it, but it's with The Rock. You got more money than Crocious. What the fuck are you doing? What does it take? What does it take? They're bringing all these guys from the Contender Series who you know are working for M&Ms and sandwiches. I don't care. They have things in with, with the bald one's backyard. And he's pushing his charm offensive. I'm helping this guy. I'm helping that guy. His backyard. His backyard. Did you see the photos from his back? Well, what are you saying? It can't be. That's the only thing that keeps the tumbrils from rolling in this country. This idea that, hey, let me get my scratcher. Let me get my scratcher. I'm going to, like, oh, I didn't win again. But I got a chance. Let me get my scratcher. Let me get my scratcher. Fuck that. It violates my sense of fair play. And let me tell you, it's a distraction. I'm glad he's having a good time. 
I'm glad that I can watch a billionaire. But you know, the fights, like the fights are happening here. But I'm just doing this. That's why I didn't let people in there. Because I'd be sitting there looking, motherfucking billionaire. billionaire. Yeah, the world has changed. I got it. The world has changed and the guy's got threats. And the, You know what? Why don't you watch it in your fucking $40 million house? Is that too much? Like the guy says in that clip with Tom Hardy. Tom, I'm a blue collar guy. Can you just give me this? Can you just give me this? The guys, some of these, I've been in the media row, cage side. I'm looking at some of these guys. I knew a guy who was a carpet installer, man. Spent money to get cage side seats. So just, just leave this for us. Oh, no, Eugene, this is there's going to be a benefit. There's a benefit. What's the benefit? Well, the benefit is, you know, a guy like that, the profile, and who knows, he might, you know, he might video games, the fighter games, and the metaverse. This is all speculative bullshit. It's all speculative bullshit. Money, 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 money. You know what the line from the Oxbow song says it best. They say the best things in life are free, but everything around here comes with a fucking fee. I mean, look, I'm starting to winnow down my list. It's like, you give me my Johnny Boney Joni fight with Nganu, and I'm out. <laughs> you know, God forbid Israel should not make it past Pereira, and then I'm out. Because, you know, that's another guy who's getting jobbed coming from, from Muay Thai. He doesn't, they used to pay Muay Thai guys with pieces of meat in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It becomes, isn't it funny watching all these poor people beat their heads in? It's so amusing. 977. 977. What is that, Eugene? That's the numbers of billionaires, the numbers of billionaires on this planet. When I was a kid, saying somebody was a millionaire meant something. You know how many millionaires I know? You know how many? Like a crazy number. A crazy number of people I know who are millionaires. Why? Because they got some stock at some bullshit company back in 1990, and they just sat on it. Millionaires. That means at least two. And you know what some of these millionaires are doing? They're fucking struggling and panicked about retirement. It doesn't mean shit to be a millionaire now. But 977 billion, what does it mean to be a billionaire now? A lot. Did you see the recent article about all the buying in Montana and Idaho? 200 acre, 300 acre spreads. Oh, people just want Peter Terry. Something that they can go for the holidays and relax. Oh, holidays, huh? Is that what they call it when the streets run with blood in America? Is that what they call it? And if you've been watching If the Shoes Fit, you might have detected that the Kid Nate and the rest of the crew are at loggerheads. If you follow us on, on the Twitter machine, you can see that. One of you even wrote me today and said you had you had to defriend uh, Kid Nate on the Twitter thing because it sounds like Russian propaganda is, is putting out his tweets. Kid Nate, of course, sitting in dirty underwear, much like all of us, is maintaining that all the stuff we hear about Ukraine, Ukraine doing well in the war effort is Russian propaganda. 
and that actually Russia is crushing them. Russia will stop at nothing, launch nuclear war. And uh, he did think that the, the pipe, the Nord Stream pipeline was an American operation. But he's just reading the same things everybody else is reading. And on the show, I said, I, I have four people who are over there now. Three are relatives of an Ukrainian guy with a Moldavian wife. Another is an American Navy Corps man who does this shit. He's just not a mercenary necessarily. He goes over as a combat medic. That's his, his shtick. Just gets on a plane and goes. I've mentioned him before on the show. And he goes, well, what do they say? And I say, they say Russia's losing. He goes, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. Now, the Undersecretary of Defense in Church of Palestinian Affairs, Michael C. Duran, you know, I quoted him in the last, in the first piece I wrote about the invasion of, of Ukraine. And he takes it seriously, but at this point now, he's not entirely clear. Look, it is, it is entirely clear that Putin has lost you know, um, where where he now? Um, he's lo- losing battles while he may not have lost the war. When you have insurrections inside Russia and you have people trying to get out and wound, the number one uh, search thing, according to my uh, Ukrainian friend, is how to injure yourself. Yeah, he's out of his mind. In other words, trying to injure yourself so you don't have to be conscripted. This is this is a fact. Told to me by a guy who read it, whose father was fishing last time they were bombing. He goes, well, if they're in Kiev, they don't know shit. I go, I didn't say they were in Kiev. I could tell you the names of the towns. You wouldn't know them. You got to understand, Ukraine, it's, it's, um, you have China, Xi showing up and telling Putin, look, you're fucking with our business. We need you to take care of this. Get in, get out, do something. But this can't go on. Then you have Agitprop saying most people in Africa view China as a, as a benign and helpful presence versus America. Okay, so this war is being, it's multi-level chess. It's not just Ukraine. It's all the Baltic states. It's the, it's Orban. It is, you know, uh, it, the piss party with the elections coming up. It is, you know, the rightward swing of the electorate in Italy. It's all of a piece. The manipulation of homeless and refugee efforts to, you know, fucking DeSantis spending $12 million for his Martha's Vineyard stunt. Also now the amount of money he needs to recover from the fucking hurricane. We're looking, we're looking at four levels of a chessboard, none of which we know, but I do know one thing. I do know if I'm one of the 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 benighted 90, 977 billionaires that what I'm doing is putting stoppers in the room to limit the amount of oxygen so that I can comfortably grift without worrying about tambrils rolling and guillotines. And I'm not talking about chokes as much as I'm talking about the head chopper offers. We need a stable economy, but more and more importantly, we need a stable electorate. Easily manipulated, easily mollified, easily, you know, malleable. And until we get that, and until we get that, 
<laughs> we're just going to have to squeeze. And when you're sufficiently weak and weakened, then we'll let up off you. The longest one has been 18 months. We're nine months in. I need money. So who do I do? I talk to the guy who's my financial advisor, which is comical because you can have, you can be a thousandaire and have a financial advisor. And I'm like, bro, I need money. He's like, ah, yeah. Mm, ah, what? Bro, Jeff, come on. Are you, yeah, well, you know, if you, it, it looks like this now. If you take out two hundred dollars, I gotta have to pay taxes on a hundred. So your two hundred dollars right now lowers your total take by three hundred dollars. What are you saying? Well, that's a tax rate. Well, how is that the tax rate? Well, I've been putting all your money in Roths and four hundred one k's, so I never told you to do that. I thought I was just putting in the bank account. Ah, nah, it's a little bit different. It's great. Okay, when can I get this money out? He goes, well, um, if you don't want that tax bite, the approximately 50% tax bite, you have to wait. How long do I have to wait? I'm 60. Can I do this in 65? He goes, ah, yeah. Well, you know, they had the kidding 72. Bro, 70 fucking two. I can barely walk now. I need the money now. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay, well, what do I say? I'll tell you what you should do. Why don't you go to the bank and get a loan? <laughs> get a loan? Bro, I paid off all my loans, so I don't have to be in bed with these bloodsuckers anymore. Paid off the credit cards bit by bit. I don't get tired of getting dunning letters from people. Oh, you owe $35 a year. You owe your Amazon card. Oh, fuck you with that. Here's your money. Leave me alone. Yeah, he said, yeah, 60, you should be able to do it. But he's like, go for whatever. Oh, I got the special 401k. I think it's called the Jeff needs a boat for okay, 401k. That's what we're talking Okay, 72? It's feeling like a grift to me, man. But I tell you what, keep it in there. Keep it in there. The market sucks right now. If what you've told me is you bought stocks with my little 200, go ahead. Go ahead. Me and you will have this conversation later. Across the table. But I have to say, I I, I, I have to say that uh, um, that I believe that uh, the global instability is largely part of a slow strangulation thing. I mean, and none of these people have been successful. Boris Johnson wasn't successful. Orban is not especially successful. The guys in Poland are laughing fucking jokes. Putin is not. And listen, we got right wing details and left wing details. I'm, this is not political, uh, you know, orthodoxy that I'm talking about. It's just that, you know, fist in velvet gloves or without velvet gloves, it's not an effective way to fucking manage humans. It doesn't work. You know, it hasn't worked in Syria, which is why you have all these Syrian fucking refugees in Italy, which is now the people. Look, I'm in a restaurant in in, in uh, uh, Turin. I'm the only one in the restaurant. Next thing I know, there's a Bangladeshi guy with a bucket of flowers. Can you buy some of my flowers? I go, no, man. He goes, oh, you said flowers? I go, no. He said flowers. I told you no. And the guy gets out. I goes, well, where are you from? He goes, I'm from Bangladesh. I go, yeah, sorry. I'm the girl. 
So he leaves. The owner of the restaurant comes over to the table, sits down, sits fucking down. And he goes, ah, it's terrible what's happening in Bangladesh, you know. Uh, yeah, what's the, happening in Bangladesh? I mean, look, Italy has a colonial history, but not like some of these other countries that are justifiably inundated. You want to fuck with people, so you want to burst through the exit door of somebody else's country and not expect that door to swing both ways? Fuck you. But Italy? What, Eritrea? Ethiopia? Why not? What are they adventuring? Okay. So Italy is a very poor country, too. We can only help so much. You fucking invited these people here. Like, you invited this guy in the restaurant. I, oh, I got it. As a duly appointed American taxpayer, Uncle Sam's sitting there trying to eat or enjoy a plate of pasta. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Oh, Bangladeshi guy. I I invite you to this country, Mr. But there's an American in there. He's got the money. The fuck I'm trying to eat on my meal. Yeah, if I wish I could have, there were tips in that country, so I could have stiffed the guy for his tip. So now they're cranky. If you go, you hang around in Italy, go over to the train station, go to the bus station. I was just there in July. I just did this. So man, you know, a lot of fucking Middle Eastern dudes catching trains. Come back an hour later, same dudes. They must have missed the train. Come back three hours later. Oh, I, I get it. So now they have a refugee crisis, like Paris has a, a homeless person crisis, like Sweden has, and now people are getting fucking cranky because their wives are getting slapped on the on, on the on the metro, and uh, and you know it's like a rightward swing, a rightward swing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know. Bolsonaro, as we speak, I don't know, is appearing with Chris Cyborg. Uh, like she didn't have enough problems without that. Come on. You don't see Amanda Nunes out there based on his attitude on, on same-sex marriages. Fuck that guy. This right would swing. But you know what? My concerns are parochial. But I, I tell you what, Russia has not won, and that's his fucking war. But it's a self-fulfilling thing because they'll dig in. And the piss party will get in Poland will get elected again because in times like this, we want somebody strong. It's not going to fucking help. We'll all be sitting in rubble and rubble. Wonder where it went wrong 18 months from now, but not me, Jack. <laughs> Find that guy with my my <laughs> retirement. Say, hey, we're only two ways out of this room, Jeff. Only two ways out. <laughs> Just because I'm smiling doesn't mean something good's about to happen. Because it's not. Play games. I don't think that's funny when you're play, messing with my money. And guess what Mr. Wise Guy did after the July tour? Accepted my payment in British pound notes. <laughs> and trust takes over British pound notes of toilet paper. I'm glad Zuckerberg could buy out the Apex. I can really appreciate it from the from the from the 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 the, the, uh, the uh, underbridge abutment where I live. That floods twice a day when the tide comes in in Redwood City. Don't think I haven't thought about living there. There's a reason I know it. The fights itself, 
Ah, Dern, she loses. Okay, whatever. Who was the other fight? Randy Brown. He's almost almost sniffing around the peripheries of Gicthood, taking a lot of chances, you know, not spackling stuff up. Listen, we already talked about the difference between showboating and grandstanding. I'm okay with grandstanding. You understand the difference, don't you? Grandstanding is after you've won, where you are on the grandstand. You know, you're telling the guy to suck it. You're like, yeah, fuck you. You're biting the metal. You're shaking the champagne. That's fine. Showboating is during the fight, and it has decidedly mixed results. There were a couple of cares coming out of it. Youssef was a care, said that he's repped by roles with uh, 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 Team Lloyd Irvin, whose defense was savvy about how he got out of the gangbang charge. And it was, I didn't get an erection, so I could not commit a crime. If I, if we, you and I run into a bank together and you say, everybody get down the back, I'm fucking robbing this bank. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't bring my gun. So whatever he did, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm an innocent victim of circumstance. The fuck out of here with that. Lloyd Irvin. And then, look, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if it was limited to college hijinks. It's that they were raping teammates. Well, you say they, Mr. Robinson, they, but it was really one guy. Who was like, okay, whatever, man. The fish rots from the head. You know what happens at the Sorrell Academy? Let me tell you specifically what happened at Sorrell Academy on Saturday. Sorrell starts his rollout, his first roll of the day, traditionally now with me. I realized he wears a wrist brace because his wrist hurts, but I was like, how come he's able to turn my head? It's no gi. You just you slide, and how is he? I go, oh, my God, how come I didn't see this? His wrist brace, it gives him all his traction. He hurts going this way, so you turn it hurts going this way. His father is visiting from Brazil. His father's sitting there on the end bench, and so he's brutalizing me for the amusement of his father. And I stood up from the mat, and people have been hearing me scream the whole time because he's ignoring taps and just putting it on right up to the limit of something about the break. And I announce afterward, I say, hey, you guys who are laughing, realize that everything that happens for the rest of this role began here. And I point at Sorrell. In other words, a child does what he learns. And what happened to me is going to happen to all of you right now. That's the way schools work. That's why nobody's getting raped at Sorrells. Brutalized? Yes. Sexually assaulted? No. Knock on wood. But, okay, Youssef is now somebody somebody to watch. There were other, other people who became cares on that card that weren't cares before. All in all, I cared about five fights. The week was won by Steph. I was in second place. John Nash naturally brought up the stinking red caboose. Not a surprise. We picked the fights for next week. I only had three cares. Just as well, I won't be watching the fights. I don't actually, I think next week is off for the fights, but uh, uh, I'll be in New York. So I just, I might get, I get back in time enough to do this show, I think, but this show will be later in the day. And during the show, the subject, the matter of which, unless something cataclysmic happens, will be, discussing the big uh, end of nowhere 
live five long duty event that we just that we just did in New York. My arm is killing me. Ah, there you go. Yeah, Mr. Is stopped in. He's probably driving. So, um, um, so I, you know, I, I don't know. I, um, I, I have to say that. And then there were a couple of other things. There are a couple of other things that happened. Like on the one hand, the right hand is doing, you know, like we used to, a buddy of mine, we used to do this thing. We used to do it, call it two slaps and a kiss. And it seems like the oofsie is doing the two slaps and the kiss thing, right? The kiss is like, oh, the bald one's giving me an apartment. The bald one's doing this. This is the friend of the common man, Dana White, the friend of the common man, the bald friend of the common man. Oh, those are kisses. Oh, the bald friend. Oh, Jose Aldo Hall of Fame. Oh, this guy is over the course of this guy's career the most gro- one of the most grossly underpaid athletes in the universe oh this guy look how would you rather go out well let's talk about the let's talk about Stefan Bonner the show was built on him the revive look we know that I know behind the scenes that Fertitas were about to sell for a loss before Bonner and Forrest Griffin pulled their asses and their fats out of the fire. And for what? Now, it could be like Madonna cutting her, cutting and running on her brother. Like, oh, guys, you got a drug problem. My millions are not going to solve that. Why should I give him a penny? Okay, I sort of understand that. Uh, Stephen Bonner's having problems with pills, I guess, reportedly, allegedly. I don't know. Why would you give that guy? Okay, but, you know, there's a reason why the guy's taking the pills, and it's not the party. Keep in mind, I've been doing seven times a week, sometimes nine times a week, jujitsu for the last 12 years. There is nobody who sees me walk who doesn't say, look at that old guy. If I stand still, different story. Start moving, different story. So, you know, the fights yesterday were just fights. Mr. Is had a more positive take. Steph was had a more positive take than after listening to me. She was like, yeah, I guess it was just fights which we call the baseballization of, of the oofsie. You know, you're going to have how many games you have a year. Now are going to be like World Series games and pennant races, or, or, you know, all-star, all-pro, whatever. I don't know what any other sports. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like that. But, you know, every – it's like the joke with the monkey in the pool ball. A monkey's at the bar, and he's grabbing the peanuts – and he's sticking the peanuts in the, he puts a peanut in his ass and he puts it in his mouth. Puts a peanut in his ass and he puts it in his mouth. Takes a cocktail Frank, puts it in his ass, puts it in his mouth. Takes a cocktail olive, puts it in his ass, puts it in his mouth. And the guy says, this is, get this fucking monkey out of here. This monkey is disgusting. I don't know what's happening with this monkey. Why? He said, yeah, well, he's been a little touchy since the pool ball incident. And then you think it through. Yeah, the monkey swallowed the pool ball, came out the other end hard. So now he measures it before he swallows it. Ah, ah, ah. This is what we're talking about with the oofsie. Got to measure it before we eat it. Stick it up the butt. There you go. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. I really wish the sport was in a place where it was making me feel better about the sport. But you know what? Somebody, one of you who watch the show, wrote me and you said, 
You don't have to do this to yourself, Eugene. You don't have to do this to yourself. You know, you could watch one. He's, I've, been, I've been watching one through Amazon Prime. It's fucking great. It reminds me of Pride. I'm really enjoying it. And I was like, yeah, I could watch one, man. And I really enjoyed the ADCC thing because, you know, I mean, I'm a grappling guy. I'm like, that was some shit. And I go, but, you know, they're fat, bald fingers in all these pies. As far as I'm concerned, I believe truthfully that to be the case. I mean, it seems like I've read. I need to talk to John to find out, can I enjoy this sport without the shadow? And don't give me the Ned Bellator. Some people say, Steph said today, Bellator was great. Bellator was great. Bellator was great. Well, there's nothing great about Bellator. The fact that they had to call their lawyers on me for saying that they fucking, that they talked that kid from North Carolina and they're taking a dive against a uh, 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 dude, uh, Brian Schwartz. I had to get a lawyer to back me off for saying that, even though I got everything on tape. And then they kind of go, oh, well, you don't want to, you know, hurt your friends. Okay, you're right. I don't want to hurt my friends. You know, you're right. But it's it's tough. I told you, I gave you the expiration date for me in the sport. I've already told you. At this point, I've only I've I've only re-upped with June for six months. I've only re-upped with June for six months to be doing, you know, to she puts it out through Spotify and through the whole thing for six months. Now I intend to keep doing the show, but it remains to be seen what you know, uh uh I mean marginally we talk about MMA. Remains to be seen if it's an hour-long show with me just pontificating about bullshit, whether that's something you want or whether I want. But the reality of it is, unless we, and if we don't hear something in the next two months about the Johnny Boney Johnny thing, they're going to fucking, they're going to suka, not suka Jew him. They're going to, uh, uh, they're going to Nate Diaz him. And, the, and of course, from the Baldwin, knowing that people have notoriously short memories, what are they doing? They're putting some story about the Baldwin saying to Nate, this is your fucking house. This is your fucking house. That's great, man. It was his house? Really? Between you and Caesar, you know what I'm saying? These guys, it's like, uh, keep your enemies close, but your, your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah, you can be careful with that. I don't know. I don't want to be a nattering nabob of negativity. But, you know, the raw flex of power will do that to a guy. It will do that to a guy. Make you question things. Yeah, Francis, uh, Johnny Boney, Joni. Listen, I'm willing to, if I'm only re-up for six months for this, if if they if they announce, if they, they have six months to announce, then I'm in. All right, I'll be in on six months to announce. But, you know, this is part of my, this is part of my monthly, at this part, bite. I got to do it to eat. This, the Substack. Care, don't care, and if the shoes fit. I always have to gank the money out of Alexi for after, if the shoes fit. It's like, hey, bro, I need the money. I know there's money. I need it. I need it. You know I don't ask until until I need it, but when I ask, I need it. If they announce 2024, I'm fucking gone. I'm fucking, I'm not sticking around to 2023 just because. If, you, if you're making Johnny Boney Joni wait till 2024, you have effectively Nate Diaz him. And you're trying to do the same to, to Mr. Ngano, who definitely deserves better. The, I, you all you do deserve to do it. Really? 
It's not even an issue of deserves. In January, the guy could box fucking Tyson Fury for $50, 60000000 million. It's not deserves. He could. He could. Could. And if he's not on contract, he will. And he should. You know? No. 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 When you see a guy with a backyard like that, you know that there's no money for the fighters. Because even though a guy has a pool like that one time, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Zuckerberg, if he can afford it, should put asses in the seat. But if Zuckerberg really can't, I don't, you know, should he give, is it his job to give bonuses to, you know, to the fighters who are not being better served by the guy that they work for? Uh, these scumbags all hang together and they do scumbaggy things. 977 of them bumping around in the, on the planet, you know, uh, Oh, I'm sure, you know, every article you read about philanthropy's new face and it's some fucking billionaire. Don't you believe it? And they got you running from pillar to post. Oh, Oath Keepers, Proud Boys. Oh, the government, the government, the government. Who's paying for all that stuff? Peter Thiel? Billionaire class. They don't give a shit. And keep in mind, I know five of them. Seem to be nice guys. However, I've said that the same thing about Charles Manson. Always nice to me. So anyway, the show is done. The Substack is out. Care Don't Care has been recorded. It debut. It debuts. It's not debut. It runs. It goes live noon tomorrow. Uh, October 10th is when the end of Nowhere site goes live. If you're in New York, some of you have already contacted me. You got to send me a note if you want to get on the list. They're gonna, And I tried to explain, at least in the, in, the, in the Instagram posting, that the reason why there's a limit is because I'm, it's Eugene's cheap ass. If I, hit, if I go over the cap that we paid for in terms of people there, then I get, I get charged more. So I want everybody to be able to get in, to get on the list, so that there's no surprises. I'm willing to, I'm willing to pay more. I'm willing to pay more if there are a lot more. But if there's two people over, ah. no, Alexi can't go. He's got some shit to do with his wife, but he sent a duly appointed, two duly appointed representatives whose names are on the list. So that should be cool. He's been at all the Aussie Fest, so I, I, I tend to believe him. He's not. Uh, and uh, and some of you are, are flying in. So if you see me in the airport, say hello. Maybe you get a get a, uh, a Uber or Lyft. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm pissed off with Uber and Lyft. Just go yellow cab it out in the Brooklyn. Nah, I'm pissed off is the thing with the turning the guy in who's cheating, but that's another story. Anyway, this is version uh, two, a three, a two of the UJS Robinson Show Stomper. I don't know what's going to happen for this week here, but I'm hoping good things. Let's hope we all live to next week and my plane lands early enough for me to do this show next Sunday. Otherwise, I'll probably put it off until Monday. Until then, look what you made me do! I just think I just pulled a muscle in my gut, groin. Ah.